Hi, and welcome to the Mouse and More Podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Liza and Adam. Hi, guys. Hi. Just got back from Galaxy's Edge. I have no complaints. The green milk. I like the green milk. The green milk wasn't as good as the blue milk. The blue milk was like, I think I said before, it was like the best blue pop. Remember those blue popsicles you would have as a kid? It was like that, only the best blue popsicle you've ever had. It, but in a smoothie form. It was really good. The green was a little, like, it was citrusy. It was a tiny bit sour. Not as good. Speaking of I Galaxy's wonder, Edge, right? Yeah. Okay, so speaking of Galaxy's Edge, we wanted to talk about something that I've seen pop up all over the internet on different message boards about how people think that Galaxy's Edge is going to affect the parks, how it's going to change the parks. And... This is probably more of an issue in Disneyland where people have a really, you know, personal relationship with that park, for lack of a better way to put it, as opposed to Disney World where, you know, in theory, you could go to the Magic Kingdom and never think about Galaxy's Edge. So let's talk about, first of all, how do you think, Adam, historically, you know, you know the history of Disneyland Park and and how things fit in theming-wise. How do you think things are going to change now that Galaxy's Edge is in the Disneyland Park? Like, I'm pretty sure you don't think it belongs there, first of all. I don't like it there. The good thing about it is it really didn't take out that much existing. It, it took out Big Thunder Ranch, which I never got to see, but that always sounded really cool. I know, a petting zoo and a theme park. Yeah, it was cute. But oh, you yeah, never it's, seen that. No, oh, I gosh, didn't. no. It was really cute. Like a petting zoo like that in a theme park, that's charming. And I like how Disneyland was always charming, and they took that away. Personally, I really don't think it belonged there. I've been under the notion that Star Wars is big enough where it really honestly deserved its own park. And California, unfortunately, doesn't have the space, at least the way it's set up right now, for them to build another gate, unless if they tore down a parking lot, which they might do. I didn't think Star Wars should be out in California at all because they don't have the space for it. And they should really have it in just in Florida, in its own park. Having said that, it wouldn't make any sense in DCA, Galaxy's Edge. I don't know. How, it wouldn't. Yeah, you're right, actually. So they had to put it there. The theming is interesting how you transition from Critter Country, which is woodsy, to the woods of Batu, which I think is ingenious how they did that. Oh, and, it, and it's it's a pretty pretty smooth transition there are actually three ways to get in and out of the land and each one it's pretty seamless you just sort of have all this sort of you know landscaping and you suddenly walk into galaxy's edge and you're not they're not really you know one one area is not interfering with the other and the you know we talked about this the parts you do see you know kind of blend in like you can see part of big thunder mountain from parts of Galaxy's Edge, but you don't really, it doesn't really interfere with your experience or how you see the theming. So they did a very good job of blending yeah. everything together to make it look like it belongs there. But I believe Star Wars deserves more than what it's getting. And, and the other issue is, is because of Disneyland, it's contained within high, you know, major thoroughfares, roads. You can't branch out unless you start knocking things down. So they're kind of stuck right out there in California. And, and that's, Unless they start taking things away. And, like, they could take away Winnie the Pooh, Hungry Bear. And that's how they could sort of add on to it if they ever felt like they wanted to or needed to. 
Right. Well, okay. they could take Hungry Bear. They could take Hungry Bear since they took away my sandwich. <laughs> and incidentally, you're, it's not at uh, uh, Cafe Orleans either. Oh, my no gosh. Bar. That's right. Nope. It's not? No, it's not there. Oh, not man. right now, at least. Mm. So. You have to file mm-hmm. a petition. I think everybody should. Yeah, I think the answer to your question, I, I never really thought it should be there. And Disneyland is already overcrowded for the most part as it is and now you're just adding another element to make it more crowded and and because of the how Disneyland was originally built with small walkways and pathways and I understand they've been over the year past year widening things but you can mm-hmm. widen things so much without taking away the quote unquote charm and there's a lot of things unfortunately that they took out like planters and fencing and you know trees and and signs and such that sort of loses its charm it becomes more and more generic disneyland don't ever become generic because then you've lost your edge over everything else that you have yeah Mm -hmm. so that's my concern i i agree with you i don't really think it belongs in that park but again you know where else was it going to go um i'm a little confused as to why they had to do two identical galaxy's edge yes lands I mean, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I don't like I'm, that. I mean, I'm glad they did, but I think that, you know, that space could have been used by for something else, frankly. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, you know, I think that there was, you know, do we need two? We don't have two Cars Land. Yeah. I mean, I honestly think Cars, if you were going to get a second thing identical to what you have in Disneyland, I would have loved to see Cars Land come over to Walt Disney World. Yeah, I was so. very surprised when they said they were going to do them the same. Very yeah. surprised. Because yeah. it doesn't make sense to me. Because the charm of Disneyland and what's cool to draw people over there is that it's different. It's like their their Disneyland Park is different. The Magic Kingdom, your Pirates Ride is different. Everything is a little different. It's a little similar, but yeah. it's still different. But maybe they just didn't want to have to spend the money designing four different rides, you know, instead of just, well, we'll just do the exact same thing over here as over there. And then that that cuts out all of the extra work of having to figure out a whole another ride. You know, that's the only thing I could think of. Well, and that could be it. That could be it as well. Yeah. But I also think that, you know, the expectation is, is that Galaxy's Edge is going to be an absolute, you know, massive draw, which which I think it will be, despite the fact that and, and I've said to you guys, you know, I thought I knew a ton about Star Wars. I've seen all the movies a lot of times. I've read a lot of the extended universe kind of stuff. And I left there feeling like I didn't know anything. And that was hmm. weird because, like, I was walking around going, okay, what is that and what is that? You know, it's not like it interfered with my enjoyment of the area. It's not like Pandora where I've never seen those movies. I have no desire to see them. I mean, I completely enjoyed the time I was in there. But I definitely felt like I just didn't know as much as I thought I knew. And I I kind of wondered how that's going to affect like, like the person who's like you, Liza, you've seen the movies a few times or whatever, but you're not really into it. Mm-mm. Like, I wonder how you're going to enjoy going into Galaxy's Edge and seeing everything. And I'll well, say one other thing about it. There's like when you go into Pandora, first of all, one thing I can get out of Pandora is great food. I mean, mm-hmm. 
Satuli Canteen is probably one of the best quick service locations I've ever been to. It's fantastic, especially if you're a little more adventurous and you like healthier food, it's wonderful. Um, there's nothing really like that in Galaxy's Edge. There's not a sort of sit and people watch and relax kind of spot. Really? So, no, there's really not. I mean, you have Oga's Cantina, but that is looking like it's going to be a order your drinks, you've got a set amount of time and then go kind of place. There's a couple other places to eat, but they don't have that kind of leisurely kind of let's sit and hang out and relax for a little while like I would get in other places in the parks. So, um, I don't think they want people to sit and relax. No, I don't think so. I don't think people so. that want to say it, right? I hate to say right. It. But, but I also think that, you know, hardcore fans are going to spend a lot of time in there. I kind of think the average guest is probably going to do like what they do with Pandora. They're in and out. So unless by in and out, you mean, you know, four hours waiting for a, you know, a ride. But yeah. I mean, this is coming off like I, I, I absolutely think that, that you can't top what they did. I think the theming is a phen- it's, it's phenomenal. I think that the ride was amazing. Everything they did was phenomenal. But, I mean, it is going to change the park, and I don't know that everyone is going to like that. So, and Hollywood Studios, when it's coming yeah. there. Now, I know that the whole phenomenon of there was nobody there. That, well, there were people there, but it wasn't what they expected it to be because a lot of people stayed home because they didn't want to deal with the chaos that was going to ensue. And apparently a lot of people stayed home. Right. And I mean, the empty. Like, okay, so we were the first day, we were the people who got to go in, right? And our time was two to six. So we weren't even early. And I got there probably like an, you know, we kind of dawdled that morning. Like I, you know, the kids had breakfast, we all hung out. And then I did some work. And I met my husband and the boys, um, Sophie and I did. And we were so panicky. I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to be like 45 minutes to get into the park. We walked right in. Okay. That was not a surprise. We thought, well, maybe, you know, maybe that's just how it's going to go. Then we get into the park and it's dead. So, you know, (laughs) we were having a blast because of course, you know, there was not a long wait for lines. Everything went really, really smoothly as far as, you know, getting your wristbands to go into Galaxy's Edge. But yeah, people were afraid to go, I think. And it, and you know, at that, at that point, pass holder, uh, you know, passes weren't blacked out. So it wasn't like that was an issue. People were just scared. Yeah. It was historically uncrowded that weekend. It was, it was ridiculous. It was like, you know, 1980s, you know, midweek crowds. Yeah. It was, Is that what they're saying? Yeah. Cause that's what it, it certainly felt that I mean, way. I read, yeah. I saw online, there was like Disneyland on average is like 40,000 people. Mm-hmm. And it was like eleven thousand people. Yeah. It, oh yeah. The whole time. And it and it wasn't just like that on Friday. It was there the like that. So Thursday oh, was God. busy. Thursday I was worried. I was like, this is going to be terrible. But it it was you know nothing like the rest of the time we were there. It was it was like you know really great. 
So, I'm, And so I'm not really thinking that that's going to be the way in world. I kind of think that people will go to Disney World. I don't think people are staying home as much because as of now, they haven't placed time limits. It's not uh, reservation only for Galaxy's right. Edge and World, right? They haven't. There's rumors that they're changing Fast Passes in Hollywood Studios, but none of it really makes sense because it looks like those fast passes, basically everything's practically a tier one. So okay. I don't know how that's going to work. Ride yeah. Is a tier one. Yeah. Every ride. That's yeah. a room that hasn't been confirmed. So, yeah, but it's, you know, very almost confirmed. But how is every ride going to be a tier one? Then what are you going to do? Well, like, you, you just get the right one ride? You get the right one ride and fast pass, and then you, you know, then you have to queue up. Because the problem with DHS is there's not enough rides to occupy everybody's time versus Disneyland's got so much other stuff to do that mm-hmm. once when mm-hmm. the reservation period's over, it's going to be able to handle the crowds better there than Hollywood Studios is just because there's not as, not as much extra things to do in Hollywood Studios. So that's why they want to limit how many tier one fast passes you can hold so that you have, it requires you then to go wait in a line, which defeats the whole purpose of Fast Pass Plus in the first place because right. they don't want you online, but now they kind so of. So you get right one now. Fast Pass. One tier one Fast Pass. But you said everything was tier one. Well, every, no, every. It, it, the rumor in it's probably going to happen is every ride is going to be a tier one. So T- Tower of Terror, Slinky Dog, Swirling Saucers, you know, Toy Story, Rocket Roller Coaster, Star Tours, all of those tier ones. And then your shows are tier twos. Oh my gosh. So Seriously? That's insane. You don't need a Star Tours. That's like totally ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Star Tours, they're not sure yet, but because DHS just doesn't have enough items to occupy the people. You can make some of the other ones a tier two. Like Tower is not even a tier one right now. I mean, you know, I just don't even see. Now, Slinky Dog, I can see that because that's like a big you know, attraction for younger kids or non-Star Wars fans. But that's crazy. I hope that they don't do that. But you know what? Maybe if they did that, a lot of people wouldn't go for a while. Could be. They're trying to discourage people from going that aren't really going to want to go for Galaxy's Edge. I I don't think they're trying to discourage. I just think that they have a pretty big complicated problem on their hands and they're trying to figure out ways to get around it. I th- and I also think I see I, I I thought the sort of month of previews that they did out in Disneyland was brilliant. And so I was sitting around thinking, now how could they do this at Disney World? And the answer is they really can't. Yeah. Because, you know, there's a difference between having three resorts versus 26, 27 resorts, however many there are at this point. You know, there's just no way to do it. So I, I, I have no idea. And like for me personally, I'm almost because like we were like, let's camp out. We're going to, you know, do this, that and the other. Now, like, is that a smart idea? Do I really want to spend seven hours in the hot, you know, August sun, you know, waiting on this? You know if you're going to get in. Right. Yeah. So um, I, they'll do something. The thing about Disney is they always surprise you just when you think this is a bad idea and it's not, it's not going to work. Then they just fix it. So, I mean, I anticipate there will be answers to these problems, but I do think though that Disneyland has changed forever with it, right? I mean, it's just it's going to be a, a bigger destination. I think Hollywood Studios has changed for the better. 
And I don't have that emotional attachment to Disneyland that, that like Southern Californians do. So it doesn't really bother me. But I do think that Hollywood Studios is going to be an amazing park now. Galaxy's Edge replaced things in Hollywood Studios, but it replaced some sort of lesser experiences, right? Backlot Tour and um, Lights, Motors, Action. Those were, you know, people eater type attractions. And Do you back- think they're going to put Christmas lights all over Galaxy's Edge <laughs> to make up for the fact that I don't have Osborne lights yeah, anymore? Because that they makes me They should do something with those yeah. lights. I can hang some, a string of lights off of y- Yoda or something. They'll probably put like Oga's Cantina. They'll probably like decorate that. That's yeah. Like, that seems like it's kind of Oh, I don't think they'll decorate it at all. Do you? I don't. Do they? They don't decorate Pandora, do they? They. I think they are this year. Is they announced they're going to do some holiday. Oh. You know. Oh, decorations for that yeah. totally makes no sense. Put some okay. lights on that planner's work. They could celebrate, you know, the holiday season out there on the uh, moon of uh, you know, Pandora. <laughs> Why can't they do it on the on that moon of Batu? What is right? it, Hoth? Where are you guys at? Uh, no, Black this is Batu Fire? is separate. Is its own. Uh, Where's its own the planet. Ewoks from? Although the problem with having the same thing in Disneyland and DHS is there are now two Batu planets, which is kind of confusing. Yeah, that's true, huh? Two Millennium no. Falcons. You know, it would have been kind of neat if they did two different planets. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah that would have been do, awesome. Like the Death Star ride. I don't. If you know what, if well, they Death had Star's done that, now. it would have been really impressive. <laughs> My husband made a good point earlier. He said, you know, because when you go into Galaxy's Edge, you're not getting the you know, the original trilogy. It's more of the later movies. Um, He said, you know, I wonder how people are going to feel about that because everybody loves, you know, the original movies. So I I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I had one thing I wanted to ask you guys about this and I don't know how everybody feels about this, but you got two real attractions in galaxy's edge. One isn't open yet. Rise of resistance and millennium Falcon smugglers run. Right. But then they have two other attractions that they call of attractions. The Savi Lightsaber Workshop and the Droid right. Factory. Mm-hmm. But those are paid experiences. And they're really expensive. And they're very expensive. Yes. Right? Here I go on my soapbox a little bit. Is now building these attractions, even though once when you get to the front of the line, you got to shell out a lot of cash. Right. I hope that this isn't the norm going forward for other new things that we get. Where they have no, I don't. See I that. hope not. No, I don't see that. I, you know, I, I feel like calling those an attraction obviously is an overstatement. Yeah, I'm really curious to see what it does to the studios. It's the Disney park with the least amount of attractions as compared to Disneyland that's got the most. In Disneyland, they only have like three thousand hotel rooms. So whenever they were able to distribute times to go visit it, they didn't have that many on-site rooms to distribute it between. As Disney World's got like, what, 30,000? Well, obviously they're not going to do it. The question, you know what they'll probably do in Disney World? I think like, okay, Bridget and Mark and actually you guys too are all going to be down there in July. I bet you guys get a soft opening. I really, really think you will. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't. The rumor is from people who are in the know, there haven't been any, you know, cast member previews or anything scheduled yet. But I think there will be some soft previews and that could take some of the pressure off. 
So, but if it doesn't, it's going to be an absolute nightmare. And I have to say that I will probably not go opening day, which is for me, I mean, okay, I've seen it already. But I mean, for me, you know how I always like to go see it the first day. I think that's kind of fun, but maybe not in this case. Well, I don't know. You went to the one in land and that's the problem. Like, it's totally the same thing, supposedly. Yeah, I mean, that's... if it's the exact replica, and I don't know why they wouldn't just make it a little bigger because they've got more room. You know, isn't it a little bigger? I I heard some people. I don't I don't actually know, but when I was there, some people were talking about that and said it was, but I have no idea. Well, I think they should. I do it. I just uh, yeah, based on construction timing, it's, they're not ready. They already have these paid add-on experiences: bippity boppity, the pirates. Um, I don't know what it's called. I'm sorry. The, whatever the pirate dress-up thing is. Pirates League. Pirates League. They already sort of have this stuff. So now this is the next level where you're actually taking something home. And the problem with the lightsaber is that you can't really do much with it once when you built it. You're not going to fight anybody in the land. I wish they would let you fight. I would do it if they let you fight Kylo Ren for five minutes. That would be awesome. Yeah. He's so intimidating. But they I don't know do what that. it is. They're looking like the crowd calendar for the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I mean, it's really just showing, like, for the park wide, it's just a four. Really? The day yeah. it opens? Yeah. That's insane. Maybe they're thinking for about world. Cut with uh, Disneyland. Maybe they think something's going to happen the same around here. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, yeah. it was so, the Disneyland crowds are so low, I was looking into getting out there myself. I yeah. know, but I wouldn't, like, now, I feel like it's going to be more now because everybody heard about it and i bet everybody's like oh there's nobody there let's go i kind of feel that way too i feel like um you know we kind of ruined it for everyone else (laughs) yes yes everybody should have kept quiet and be like oh it's so crowded it's been terrible yeah yeah. exactly but i know a lot of people did push their trips to the fall or to the winter when they found out it was going to be opening in august a lot of people are like well i don't want to go then i'm going to wait it out so I don't know, Chris. I mean, we could be walking in on something good there in August. Might not be that bad. We'll see how it changes. I I think that overall, I mean, it was, guys, it was amazing. And I just was... But it was amazing because you like Star Wars, right? I think it would have been amazing even if I hadn't. You know, and I said before, and I've said it a couple places, you know, I always compare any theming I see to to Diagon Alley. Because Diagon Alley over at University to me is really set the standard for incredibly immersive theming. And when you see Pandora, that's close. It's it's nowhere near Diagon Alley's level, but it's close. Diagon Alley's next level. They did a good job, but I mean, I feel like Pandora in many ways, they didn't have really far to go. I mean, Animal Kingdom Park is gorgeous. A lot of the landscaping kind of blends in, you you know, as you go from Animal Kingdom Park into Pandora, it just kind of blends in. It's not like, you know, this sort of jarring difference. When you go into Star Wars, whether you like Star Wars or not, it blows every other theme park attraction you've seen out of the water. And that, that's not based on the ride, which is great. It's based entirely on just, it's so incredibly immersive. And so you, Liza, not enjoying Star Wars, you will enjoy it from that perspective. Okay. Um, I still think you're going to be in and out. I don't think you'll stay. Um, but Star Wars fans, even casual fans will enjoy it. So. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, the droids, I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't really care. To, you're not going to pay the $100. Oh, I'm not going to make a droid. It's $200. Oh, 
Um, Can you imagine? I can't even imagine. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And the droid's like, when it's droid like $100 to make a droid. Right. Does it move around? Yeah, it's like a remote control car almost. Okay. That's kind of cool, actually. I mean, fetch you would. You know, a beer from the fridge, if that's what you're but looking for. But it's still kind of that's well, that at least gives it some value for me because you can remote control it. The lightsaber, yeah. you just swinging it around. I mean, <laughs> whatever. Who cares? You know, I'm not really into that, but I'm definitely interested to ride the attraction. I'm really interested when the new one comes out that they haven't released yet, The Rise of the Resistance, because from what it was described as, it sounds really, really awesome, like epic. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, that sounds like it's going to be an amazing ride. And I think it's kind of nice in a way that, you know, you kind of have the build up to it. You get to see the land, the land spectacular. And then, you know, a few months later, we'll see the rise of the resistance. I don't know. I I kind of like knowing that there's something else exciting coming around the corner. So. Yeah. Is that going to be open in worlds whenever they open the land or is it going to be the same? I've heard no, that it's not going to be, but uh, who knows? Yeah. Oh well. But you're not going to be disappointed. You'll enjoy. Um, oh, I know. I'm going to love yeah. the Millennium Falcon thing because I, I, I really like Star Tours and I don't even. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the movies, but I, I can enjoy Star Tours. I enjoy it. And so it's fun. So if this is Star Tours, like, times a million, then, yeah, I'm going to love it. That's, I mean, that's the best way to describe it. I mean, it is a really much more intense version of that. So Yes, and I'll yeah. love it. I will love it. My kids will love it, too. They'll be really excited. Hmm. Yeah, the one thing I don't love, and Liza, you could probably agree with me on this, is that it's so close to Muppet Vision 3D. Oh, if yeah, it's very scary. About, if they ever think about expanding it, they're not going to knock down Toy Story Land. They just built it. And they're, putting <laughs> the, they're putting the hotel right next to it, and there's World Drive on the other side. So they're if they're expanding it, it's unfortunately going to go in Muppet Vision 3D's direction. Yeah. And I hope oh, my gosh. Happen. Oh, my gosh. I'm get out my handcuffs. I'm chaining myself to the piggy. <laughs> Me and Piggy. They're yeah, not they can do that. You think they're there's move so it? much room in that park. I, I don't know. They, they bumped it up to the back end right next to the World Drive, and then they got the hotel they're building right next to it. Yeah. So, I love Muppet Vision 3D. I'm going to be very upset. So what, what's the timeline for the hotel? Does anybody know? No, I don't. I think they just started okay. putting in pylons into the ground now and yeah. got some foundation work going. But that's, they're mm. at least like two years away from that. Okay. Well. Aww. Well... I don't know. I'm excited to I'm excited to check it out in August. Yeah, definitely. I'm hoping it's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Stay home, guys. I, don't, don't I think you might have to Pretty keep soon. hoping, though. So. Well, we'll see. We thought Disneyland was going to be insanity. Everybody needs to stay back. Okay, I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight. And if you want to follow us on Facebook or on Instagram or on Twitter, we are the Mouse and More Podcast. And of course, we're sponsored by Main Street and More Travel. Contact us at MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com. I'll make sure you get the best agent for the job and our services are free. Good night. Bye.